Welcome to the United States Paranormal Podcast. Sit down and buckle up for an enlightening ride through everything cryptid, creepy, and paranormal. Hello, all of my paranormal freaks out there. It is I, Golden Jay, hanging out with... The Rocker Chick. And... Jay Dub. <laughs> and we are... The United States of Paranormal. Ladies, hi. Hi. What's going on? This. This is what's <laughs> going on. Exactly. J-Dub's got us all messed up. We're recording on a Wednesday instead of a Thursday, so tomorrow like it's Friday and the weekend is coming. <laughs> <laughs> I had one of the doctors actually tell me that today, and I was talking to him, and he's, I was getting ready to walk out of the office. He's like, hey, you have a good weekend. And I looked at him, and I said, I'll see you tomorrow. And he's <laughs> like, great, you just ruined my day. <laughs> I was like, oh, sorry. Sorry yeah. about that. And we wake up tomorrow and it's like, <gasps> it's Friday. No, Friday. fuck, it's Thursday. Remind me to text her first thing in the morning. It's not Friday. <laughs> <laughs> right? <laughs> oh, well, it's been an exciting week. What have you guys been up to? Come on, there's got to be something going on. You go first. <laughs> we had a pretty great weekend. Uh, we went hiking a couple weeks ago uh, down at Shades. If you listen to Golden Image Podcast, we do a whole uh, a whole segment on Shades State Park with a little bit of turkey run thrown in there. That was a that was a great weekend away, was it not? Yeah, it was. Um, at the, yeah, there was a couple of restaurants we went to that just uh, yeah, they were yeah. Not good. I'm gonna talk more about them on Golden Image Podcast, but so we hiked all day Saturday, went out to this restaurant. That was a dud. Um, I've never in my life been to a restaurant where they put the check on the table before the last two dishes were served. We got three of us got served about 45 minutes before two. (gasps) Wow. And it was just uh, uh, fettuccine Alfredo, add chicken and shrimp. That was it. And it wasn't it wasn't very good. So, yeah. Well, that she sucks. she got the spaghetti and absolutely hated it. What, two bites and that was it? Pretty much, yeah. Yeah, threw the rest away. But, yeah, I'd never. We we were there two and a half hours. Oh, my God. If it wasn't for the company, I would have been. I just would have got up and walked out. Like, fuck you. Keep your food. But uh, we our, were having a, Yeah, we and our waitress was just not very, I mean, she had to tell us her whole life story. And that she this was her first day back, and it was just terrible, and nothing was going right, and. Yeah, At one point, she was crying at the table. Oh, my God. <laughs> yeah, I've been like, uh. Yeah. I don't think we'll go back to that place. <laughs> I don't think so either. No. No, no but, second uh, shot. But there. we got up then Sunday morning and headed out to do some more hiking. And the whole time, the whole time we're talking about going to lunch at this place in, in Crawfordsville called Harry's, which is supposed to be like a sub out of... Uh, the Harry's up in Chicago, they carry the same menu and, and all that stuff. And and uh, my buddy Billy was like, oh, Germ, there's a, there is a Chicago dog waiting on you. We're, <laughs> we're, as soon as we get there, you're going to have a Chicago dog. So that's all I could think about was a Chicago dog. <laughs> and we got we jumped back in the car after hiking, drove down, parked, walked around the corner to Harry's, and there's a big sign on the door, Department of Health Condemned. Oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> That's horrible. Tell me about it. I didn't get my fucking <laughs> Chicago dog. Yeah. Well, where'd you end up going? Well, uh, as they started searching the map, uh, you know, what was in, because we're downtown Croppersville. There's other restaurants. So we searched the map, uh, and Billy's like, there's a brewery down here. We'll head down there. I'm like, okay. So we head down there, closed. So we turn around, and there's a pizza joint just about a half block down. It's like, hmm, fuck, let's get some pizza. Walk down there, big sign on the door. Uh, uh, what was it? Delivery and takeout only. Oh my gosh! So we ended up at this fucking. It's called Little the hamburger place. Yeah, it's called the Barefoot Hamburger. So Barefoot Burger, I think, is what yeah. it was. And um, yeah, I wouldn't wouldn't go back there either. <laughs> oh, that, that was an sucks. that was an hour and a half of waiting and and uh, yeah, it just it, it just was not that good. Mm. It was just kind of him. Yeah. So. Yep. 
It was a good it was a good time hiking, but yeah, the food was not very Yep, we did not do well in our restauranteering. <laughs> yeah, sounds like it. Uh, Sean and my stepson Layton went to Hawking Hills in Ohio. Right. And they were roughing it for the week, and uh, they did pretty good. Sean said that they hiked like 25 miles the whole time they were there. Wow. And then they did MREs. Oh. And. They, he, they said they were okay, except for, you know, like one breakfast skillet was gross because it was just all mashed together. Right. But then they had lasagna. And for some reason, they said it was super spicy that they got the shit. <laughs> oh, no. And all they had was a pit toilet, a, like a hole in the ground with a pipe in it and a seat on top. Oh, my. Full of spiders. <laughs> and it smelled so bad. And it was a half mile away from their camp spot. What? I said, I just would have shit in the woods. Mm-hmm. Well, if they would have taken your vehicle, the bucket is right there. They just yeah. could have just used I know. <laughs> I told them, next time, just take a bucket. Yeah. Because you had to park in the parking place and then walk a mile or two to your campsite. Really? Yeah. And then the shitter was half a mile from them. Uh. And Leighton walked up to one after he was like, oh, my God, oh, my God, I'm going to put my pants. <laughs> he opened the door. And he's like, nope. And then, I got all this full shit in my pants. Full of spiders. He said they were like as big as his hand. Oh, my God. Wow. Yeah. Nasty. But they had fun. The, the, well, good. I, I hear Hawking Hills is a great place to hike. Yeah. Okay. So, note to self. If we go, we get a hotel. Or oh, a yeah. cabin. Just don't do the primitive. Well, no. There's spiders as big as your hand. <laughs> <laughs> well, and he said that at night. They had their headlamps on. They were just hanging out. And it looked like a glitter bomb went off at their campsite. And he's like, what happened? Did they have like a bachelorette party or something here? And he got down closer. It was fucking spider webs with wolf spiders. Oh. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, God. Oh, I got the goosebumps. Oh, man. So, yeah. Uh, well, at least they had fun hiking. They did, and I had fun being by myself at <laughs> home with the dog and the horses. They just the way you like it. Yeah, <laughs> it was good. They yes. were happy to get home and have a real shower and sleep in a real bed. I'm sure. And shit on a real toilet. And, yeah, and that give me the porcelain. Yeah, take it every time. Um, so we went. To, that's been as I was recording. That was two weekends ago. Or, yeah, two weekends ago we went. The boys, Gunner and Skyler and Trevor and their friends, went down the week bef- the weekend before to Shades. Mm-hmm. And during our podcast we recorded for uh, what come out Monday, they were talking about <laughs> how bad the raccoons were. Oh, so I guess uh, you didn't you didn't even heard this story, but I guess uh, uh, Sky when they first got there, Skyler had opened his cooler, taken the loaf of bread out, and set it on the thing, and then had to go help Roy set up his tent. And when he came back, he's like, what the hell happened to my bread? And he's looking all over for it. And he looks back behind Trevor's tent. And there's a fucking raccoon just fucking pulling slices out of <laughs> and staring at him. He's like, ha ha, fuck you. <laughs> oh, my God. But she- they said they were so bad that, like, Jake had a, they had a screened-in area. So they put in their coolers into the screened-in area of his tent. And the raccoons were so bad they were trying to go through the screen. And I guess he woke up at one point, and there were raccoons that had grabbed a bag of chips, and they were trying to pull it through. <laughs> he said he watched it for like half an hour. <laughs> oh, that would be funny to watch. But yeah, wow. they said they were horrible. The raccoons were absolutely terrible down there, and just Ugh. rummaging through everything. And that's crazy, because we didn't really see any wildlife no. when we were hiking. No. So it's all got to be in the camping in the area. Yep. Yeah, where the food is. Yep. Well, and... You know, Shades is straight up all primitive, too. There is absolutely mm. no uh, electric water sewer in there. Oh. They said the bathhouses were nice, though, but the <laughs> raccoons were, were absolutely horrible. That's crazy. <laughs> well, gang, we got an email I want to I wanna, uh, put out here. Uh, it's from Rodney, who lives in Montana. Ooh, Ooh nice. He has uh, just recently found the podcast. Uh, I have I have thoroughly enjoyed it. Initially, I thought it was going to be weird running two teams, but I find uh, that both groups are hilarious. And um, please continue being awesome. 
Nice. Well, thanks. So I, I actually emailed him back and said, uh, you know, running two teams has definitely been a challenge, but we made it work. I did tell him that uh, Team Tejas did uh, did um, bow, you know, had bowed out. Uh, he hasn't got episode, to those episodes at yet. At episode so. 52. <laughs> and I said, I'm not sure what episode you're on, but but Team Boozers has uh, done a good job keeping keeping it going. Um Please keep listening. Keep listening. (laughs) And uh, so he actually emailed me back right away and said that he's on episode 38. And uh, he looks forward to more shows because I kind of let him in on some things we got coming up. And and he's looking forward to those. So, Uh, Rodney, thank you so much for the email. I so much appreciate it. He asked, um, um, uh, let's see, what does it say? I'm not sure if there's anything, really anything, but you should see if there's any stories that come from Montana. Hmm. So I did a quick, I just did a quick Google, Google, Google. Ugh. Wow. <laughs> no speaky, no speaky today. Words are hard. <laughs> a Google search. And uh, I think that uh, if I, if I do like what I'm going to do today on a, on Montana, I think we can definitely put together a nice little episode of some things from Montana. Cool. I was trying to think, didn't we watch a show where, or I watch a show where it was based out of Montana? Some lady bought up some. Was that the, was that that ghost town that she was, that was in Montana? Isn't there a hotel in Montana that was like abandoned and then, um, oh, what's it? They abandoned it and then, uh, people tried to restore it, but then it was so haunted that they stopped and now it's still just sitting there there probably is i'm sure there's there's a couple hotels and a couple inns and you know bars and there was several different things that uh, i mean um you know i don't know that there's a story there to do a whole episode on one single place but uh yeah definitely be able to put together like two or three or four of those and have a nice episode of of you know the haunting of montana i (laughs) that sounded weird anyways um, yeah, Rodney, we're definitely going to look into that and uh, I'm going to do, I'm going to do a story of it on the style that I'm going to do uh, today. So I think that'd be pretty cool. Cool. Yeah. Nice. Yeah. All right. That is our, uh, only email we got. So. Dang it. Thank Send you. Ro- emails. Thank you, Rodney, for sending an email. <laughs> so much appreciate it. And we'd love to hear, uh, I actually did, I, I shouldn't say that's the only email. I did get another email. But uh, I'm not going to tell you who it's from um, because they sent a voice, a voice clip and she knows who she is. Mm. And when you, when she hears this, she knows I'm talking about her. But uh, I, all I'm going to tell you, I listened to it and I fucking got the goosebumps. So uh. we are looking for more voice clips. T- of you telling your ghost of, story. Yeah, of you telling your ghost story or... Um, you know, if it's, even if it's somebody in your family or the stories, stories I, you've heard yeah. throughout the years as yeah. a kid, whatever. I, I'd like for it to be yours or a close relative of yours that you heard from the family. Um, yeah, send those, uh, just record them on your phone, send them in to, uh, the United States paranormal at gmail.com. I got one. I'm, oh, and it's do a good it. one. It's good. And I'm looking for more. I want to do about three or four, and we'll do it. If I get three or four, we'll do the episode. And I can't wait to do it because we're going to, you're going to get J Dub and, and the Rocker Chicks reactions, reactions to them. Oh, yeah. Yay. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm excited about it. Yes. it's. Uh, I'm looking forward to it. So, to the. The sweet girl that sent me the uh, voice clip. Thank you so much. Appreciate <laughs> it. All right. So, what do you got for me? Yes. Oh. <laughs> Let me ask you this. <laughs> In a zombie apocalypse. I'll be the first to be eaten. <laughs> <laughs> Who would you want in your little group? And what weapon would you choose? Like, who would you want? And maybe why? And then weapons. I want my brother, Dan. (laughs) Because he's a badass. That makes sense. Um, um, How many do I have to pick? Four. 
Four people? Four people. Holy cow. Well, I'd want Bobby for recreational. (laughs) (laughs) He's just going to put me in front of him. (laughs) I got to have a human shield. Uh, Well, they would because you have brains. They'd go for you first. Because zombies (laughs) eat brains. What? (laughs) (laughs) Woo. I'm sad now. Um, who else? Uh, I want Billy. Can I have Billy? I want Billy because he's a badass too. I'm basically just standing he's back here eating a fucking zombies. bag of chips, watching them just kick zombie ass. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, one more. One more. One more. Um, wow. I was thinking of celebrities when you said. Yeah. <laughs> oh, I thought we were talking no, like go personal. Ahead. Go ahead. Oh, anybody. Anybody. Oh. You're, you're choosing. Well, go fucking ahead. Chuck Norris. Then come on. <laughs> Zombies won't even come around. They're all—they're already scared of Chuck Norris. And what weapon? You know what? You know what I'd like to have. Hmm. I mean, I can I have two weapons? I want two weapons. All right, go ahead. I want a sword. Okay. I definitely want a sword, but I want a—I want a bow and arrow. Hmm. I think I'd be really good with a bow and arrow. Have you ever shot one? Yes. Oh, you have. Yeah. Are you any good? Uh, no. <laughs> it's been a while. I'm gonna take two too. Then. Really? Yeah. Okay. What? All right. AK forty-seven. No. Oh. That doesn't kill zombies. It doesn't. No, you have to like chop their heads off or something. I don't know. You shoot them in the head, I think. Yeah, I think you can shoot them in the head. Oh. Okay. And you ever saw Zombie Land? You got to do the double tap. Yeah. Every, everything's different. Everything's different. Who would you? Go ahead. So my weapons. I want a sickle. Mm. And an axe. Why a sickle? So that way I can just swing it. Yeah, you can just swing chop that them. bitch. Chop them up. Oh. They're not very, I mean, they're not you very see fast. how they walk around. I mean, it'd be pretty easy to just Yeah, I'll never them. understand, like, the like uh, in The Walking Dead when, like, all of a sudden they're like, oh, and the fucking zombie's on top of them. It was like, it took them 10 minutes to yeah. fucking crumb up on you, dude. So what the fuck? But then you have, like, zombie land, and they're, like, you know, sprinters in the Olympics. True. What was the uh, Brad Pitt one? The uh, World War Z. Yeah, I never watched that, but weren't they fast in that? Yes. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yes, they were oh, very yeah, fast. I remember the where they were climbing up the wall. Yeah. Oh my God. Okay, they were smart too. <laughs> were they? Mm-hmm. Zombies can't be fast and smart. They're fucking zombies. I don't know. I didn't write the script. Yeah, this is why I never watched the damn movie. <laughs> so who would your people be? Oh, okay. So, um, first off, I would want my brother, Dan. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, Don, you're on your own. <laughs> and then I would want The Rock. The Really? The yes, Rock? Because I would hide behind him. <laughs> and I could think I could really hide behind him. <laughs> um, and let's see, who else? Two more? Two more. Um, I want the guy... Oh my gosh, I can't think of the name of the show. What was the do- zombie show I just watched where he was taking care of the little girl? Oh, uh, uh, shit. There we go. All of us? All the Last of Us? The Last, last of, of Us. us. Yeah. I want the main guy in that. You want Pedro because Pascal? Because he was a badass. You want Pedro Pascal? Is that what his name he's is? He's also the Mandalorian. And he's a badass. I don't care about that. Fuck you. That is important. <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> and I guess Jeremy. Aw, <laughs> for recreational. <laughs> no. <laughs> so I can feel like I'm protecting somebody. <laughs> <laughs> That's funny. <laughs> That's fucking cold. That is cold-hearted right there. <laughs> mean ass. You love it. I do. I let you protect me. All right, your turn. Well, <laughs> I would want my brother... Because he was in the army, he was a sniper, and, you know, yeah. his weapons would be my weapons, and he has a whole arsenal of oh, guns and bullets and ammo and everything. My husband, obviously, because uh-huh. he has the recreational. same re- re- recreational <laughs> and all of the weapons that he has, and he's smart as all get out. So they, if they, you know. Go for his brain first. Probably. They go for his brain, but I would try to protect him because we need his brain. Um, Batman. And does Batman bring all his money? Well, why would we need his money? It's well, a I don't zombie know. apocalypse. All of his weapons. Okay. And his vehicles. 
<laughs> wow. A zombie apocalypse, nothing's open, so you just take what you want. Yeah. You don't true. need money. I have I have seen Zombie Land. I know. <laughs> and then fucking Twinkies. <laughs> Probably Oh my god. I can't think of anybody. <laughs> I'm surprised you didn't say Jensen Eccles. You wouldn't take Dean Winchester with you? All right. Maybe over you. Oh. <laughs> oh. Yeah. Once again, ladies and gentlemen, it's recreational. Oh, I would take yes. uh, Damon Salvatore. Okay. Because <laughs> he's a vampire, so he could, you know, he's fast. He could, what are you, you are blushing a little bit when you said <laughs> that. <laughs> Wait, uh, didn't you have some Game of Thrones guy that you like? Uh, you maybe hashtag. Oh, it. the Witcher, the Witcher. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I need, I need more than. So, four. what are your weapons? She already said. I've got plenty of weapons with. No, you got to pick two of your very own weapons. Okay, you can't just run fine. around stealing Sean's weapons. Okay, fine. Just give me the pistol. Just give me the gun. <laughs> I am a good shot. I, I am. I actually believe that you um, you probably are. I would want one of those. Um, it's not, it's not a crossbow, but it's like a, what they shoot, like big fish with. Those big oh, a spear, spear gun. Yeah, spear yeah. gun. I want a spear gun. And <coughs> those big hedge clippers. <laughs> <laughs> you, you better have a sharpener with you because it's gonna get dull real quick. <laughs> well, you guys have. True. Swords and stuff, so you'd have to have sharpeners too. But I want those big hedge clippers, so I can just go up and be like, <laughs> pop their heads off, <laughs> snip them off, cut their weenies off, and be like, hey, hey, now, <laughs> shit, you don't have to cut off wieners. <laughs> Jesus, what did they do? Just fucking chop off their head, and let them die. Don't fucking take off their wieners. <laughs> Double tap. <laughs> it's done. Took both heads yes, off. Yes, I did. That's what I was going to say. <laughs> oh, my gosh. All right, yeah. listeners. I would love to hear what your, uh, you got two your weapons. Your top four. Your two weapons and your top four people you would take with you and who you want in your group in a, a zombie apocalypse. That is the United States. He's <laughs> <laughs> thinking about Wayne's cutting off. <laughs> Nobody wants that. The United States of Paranormal at gmail.com. You know you have a top four list. <laughs> Treating it like it's a call, guys, baby. <laughs> oh, gosh. Uh, well, Dan made two of the two of the three groups. Good job. Yeah. I'd say Billy because, man, he's taekwondo and, and jiu-jitsu, and he's not scared of shit. And he can haul a 27-pound backpack around. That's so. true. He did all weekend. <laughs> All right. Well, are we ready to get into today's yeah. story? Yeah, 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 yeah. So, um, you know, it's it's interesting because, you know, uh, we have a lot of, of things I'm kind of working on. Um, but I wanted to do something a little bit different. And I ended up, I was just searching around the Internet and, uh, you know, just kind of looking for some stuff. And, and I ran across uh, an idea so I, I ran with it, and I actually went out and did some research and picked five haunted places in Indiana that that ain't like you know it's not like the Willows Weep or yeah the Willows Weep or you know like the huge places that everybody talks about. These are kind of some these are kind of some uh, just some short stories, and you know there's not a ton of the haunting in it, but we will talk about some of what goes on in in some of these places. So. Hmm. So here it is. This is just top five haunted places in Indiana. Are you guys ready to start? Yeah. I am. All right. First off, we're going to start off in Nashville, Indiana at 6404 State Road 135 South at the Story Inn. I've been there. (laughs) I'm actually interested to see what you have to say about this place. Um. Actually, the the I I don't I don't understand. I looked at it on the map. It it legitimately has a Nashville address, but it is not. I mean, it's probably twenty miles away from Nashville. Yeah, and it's in a little area that they call Story, mm-hmm. which was founded by Doctor George Story 
1851. Um, and it became a booming settlement uh, a few decades later, but was abandoned after the Great Depression. So, uh, is it uh, you were you were there? Is Story abandoned? I mean, or is it just kind of just a little bitty ass town? It's not abandoned now. The Story Inn looks like it. It looks old, mm-hmm. but they've turned it into a bed and breakfast and a restaurant. Right. And yeah. There's like a little. There's houses around it. Um, and they have like a wine fest there, so it's it's getting better. But it you can tell that it had been at one time abandoned. Yeah, it was it was pretty rough at one mm, point. Yeah, yeah. Um, uh, guest experiences with the ghost of the Blue Lady. Have you heard about the Blue Lady? Mm-hmm. Actually, if you look at uh, like Indiana's Haunted Trail, the story in is actually on the Haunted Trail that you can. I mean, it goes all the way from uh, Warsaw all the way down through there and around. So, but yeah, so the blue lady is, uh, um, they say her eyes are hypnotic blue and she smells like cherry tobacco because they, they believe that she like once smoked like cherry cigars or a cherry pipe or something like that. And um, she likes to leave blue items in strange places around the, around the inn. Though no one knows who the blue lady is, the employees have decided she must have been one of Dr. Story's wives, though there is no reason to believe this. They just happen to say, well, maybe that's where she come from, because nobody knows anything about her. She's just there. Um, they've had uh, experiences with, like, seeing her on the stairway and, you know, and stuff like that. But, I mean, she's not. Uh, malicious malicious just, thank you they just see her they just randomly see her yep. and well and she fucking things. she turned she takes shit and she puts it everywhere nice. yeah little but it's only blue items they say that's why they call her the, the blue, blue lady, lady. she's yeah. got blue eyes and she leaves the blue things if you're interested you can stay because you said it was a bed and breakfast mm-hmm. you can stay in the blue lady room and summon her by turning on the blue light next to the bed oh very there cool. Like I said, these stories are short. There's not a lot uh, to uh, talk about. I mean, you know, no, it wasn't a lot of, like, personal experiences and stuff like that. So I thought it would be kind of cool just to tell these short stories like this. So there you go. That's the story. That's the story of the story in. The story in. The, 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 sto- the story in where they have the restaurant, they have a lot of old stuff. Um artifacts and stuff that they found around there so there probably could be other things too she could have been an attachment to something they mm-hmm. found yeah absolutely it smells old in there too does it <laughs> yeah but i heard the food is amazing it is yeah mm-hmm. i read that there's some great cu- cuisine down there i thought i had it uh, written down um the 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 lady that uh is running the restaurant it was like a, some culinary lady from like some big city i can't even remember when it was now yeah you guys should go we should go. I like Nashville. Mm-hmm. Although, it wasn't like I remember it when I was a kid the last time we were down there. Because I was in Nashville when it wasn't a big-ass tourist oh. trap. When it was still fucking gypsies and... <laughs> that would be fun. Yeah. <laughs> and there were little tents everywhere that people sell on their shit. The reptile house is still there. It's somewhere in there. I didn't see it last time we were down there. They have a great sports shop there. I sit and talk to that dude for like fucking yeah. 25 minutes. Yeah. Yeah, he wouldn't shut up. He would not <laughs> let me leave. My whole my whole group left. Bobby, Montana, and Trevor left the store and went to, what, four other stores okay. while I'm trying to get out of this guy, and, and he's talking to me about sports and shit. So That's funny. It was, it was a good time. So, yeah, Nashville's a great little town. Uh, Story is like on the other side of the Hoosier, Hoosier National Forest. Is that? Yeah. Right, that goes down there. You got to, I'm sure it's a straight shot road through there, but. Yeah, we uh, went down camping with the horses, and you, there's a place or a trail from the Hoosier National Park, the campground for the horses, all the way to Story. And on the bottom, underneath Story Inn, there's an old bar, and you can put your horses there, and you can go eat, or you can go to the bar and really? ride back. Yeah. Nice. Nice. Fun. So you didn't stay there, you just stayed there? Correct. Gotcha. There you go. 
But she's been there. She's been there. Go, it's cool. All right, next up is the Edna Collins Bridge. Edna Collins Covered Bridge is the newest of the Putnam County nine covered bridges. And it's either called the Edna Collins Bridge or it's called the Baby Bridge. Uh, Built by Charles Hendricks in 1922. So that's the newest of the covered bridges. Oh, wow. (laughs) Uh, To span Little Walnut Creek and, ironically, to replace a concrete bridge that was washed away in high water. So, wait, there was a concrete bridge that was there. It got washed away in high water, so they just built a wood bridge over top of it. It's cheaper, I suppose, right? Yeah. Um, a little girl by the name of Ed- Edna Collins lived nearby and frequently swam in Little Walnut Creek. Now, this is a little odd to me, but, you know, I, they didn't give a year. But uh, her parents would actually drop her off on their way to town and when they returned, they would honk three times to let her know it was time for her to leave. Um, one day, Edna failed to respond to the horn, and upon searching the creek, she was found to have drowned. Aww. Some stories say that she was trying to rescue her dog, uh, and some are more violent ones, even have her murdered, not drowned. But circumstances um, concerning her death are unknown various uh variations of story have her mother following her in death okay so let me get into this a little bit more so what had happened was is is that's just kind of a brief overture it wasn't they went to town a lot of the time they would actually go to work and you know they were trying to save money and didn't have you know didn't have child care so um, Edna would just they would drop her off down by the bridge and she would play down there and they and they did this a lot she would just play down by the bridge she'd be there 8-10 hours a day just playing down by the water mm-hmm. groups of her friends would come by and play but uh, they said a lot of the time she would be the last one to leave that area and it was nothing for them to uh, um, you know leave her there so they, on this particular day, you know, it was just same routine. They come back, honk the horn, she didn't come, and they, and they, I, the story varies a little bit on whether they found her right away or whether it was a, a day or so later. So take your, uh, take your pick on that. But they say that her mom, I do believe her mom's name was Sarah, um, was so distraught over this that she actually went down to the bridge and threw a rope over and hung okay. herself from the bridge. Hmm. So when you go down to the bridge, here's the routine you got to follow. If you drive onto the bridge, you turn off your engine and honk the horn three times. If you follow the pattern of her parents, Edna is supposed to appear and then try to get into the car with you. Hmm. How far away is this? Uh, this is down in Putnam County. Um, I had it listed. It must be on a different sheet of paper and I did not type it up. Right. But, uh, it's somewhere, uh, I, I'm thinking it's, uh, down by, um, the Cincinnati area down on, down on that particular mm. spot, but don't hold me to that. I'd have to look up where Putnam County is. Um, some witnesses have found child-sized handprints on their car and heard the laughter of the of a little girl nearby. To encounter the mother, mother place a piece of rope uh, hanging from the sign of the nearby church. Once on the bridge, it is said it will summon a shadowy figure. Did you say church? Yeah, there's a nearby church. Oh. So if you hang... Uh, hang a, a rope from the church's sign and then drive onto the bridge, then uh, should, it should summon her uh, shadowy figure. What do you think of that one? Of the whole story? Yeah. It's, it's sad. It's, it's just, sad. <laughs> it's just sad. It's just sad. It is sad. But, it, I mean, come on, guys. Why? 
I guess if you got to do what you got to do, but why wouldn't you just leave her at home? That is a good question. She wants to play, so. Well, I guess from my understanding, Ed, Edna begged begged for them to, to do that. It was like maybe a lot of kids were down there, and she knew it, so she was like, "Well, why don't I? Why can't I go down there with them while you're at work?" Right. So there you go. There you go. There's the Edna Collins Bridge in Putnam County. When did they say when this occurred? When? No, there wasn't. I know I didn't get a date. date. I missed the I mean, date of the year that happened. The, back in the day, I mean. When I was a kid, we didn't have babysitters when we got a little bit older. I don't know how old she was. but uh, She was 10. Oh, see, yeah. Yeah, I was in elementary school, and my mom um, would set the timer on the the stove for me to get up. And I had a house key that was on a, a necklace. And I was in elementary school, so fifth, sixth grade. What do they call that? Uh, uh, they call that a, a, a lat. What do they call that? A latchkey kid, where you just had your own key to the house, and you didn't—they didn't have to worry about where you were going and who was, there was going to be an adult around. You just carried a key with you, and you got in your own house, and yep. that was that. All right, move on to the next one. This one you guys might have heard of. It's called Whisper Estate, and it is actually at seven one four West Warren Street in Mitchell, Indiana. Uh, built in eighteen ninety four. And a home uh, to Dr. George and Sarah White. That's where I got Sarah. <laughs> Sorry, guys. Uh, for a short time before they sold it to Dr. John Gibbons and his wife, Jesse, in 1899. Uh, the couple sadly couldn't have children of their own, so they adopted three orphan children whom they loved dearly. But soon the tragedy started. Ten-year-old Rachel... Uh, uh, snuck out of bed on Christmas morning, 1921, to peek at her Christmas presents, and they were and they were uh, next to the fireplace. Rachel accidentally came too close to it, and her clothes caught fire. Aww. Rachel got badly burned and died at the house two days later. John and Jesse were literally heartbroken, but tragically, didn't stop there. Their infant daughter, Elizabeth, who was only 10 months old, suddenly died in the master bedroom. Um, the uh, cot death was the conclusion. Oh. What is a cot death? Probably, like, just like when they, how they say don't put babies on their, on their stomachs when they're so old. So young because they so, can suffocate. So it would be SIDS, basically. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Um, but the real cause was never found. Heartbroken again, Jesse fell ill with pneumonia and died only two weeks after her little girl. Aww. So lots of death in the... <laughs> oh. In stereo. Oh. Uh, in 2006, the house was bought by somebody who wanted to turn it into a bed and breakfast. That seems to be the... You know, the highlight of, of haunted houses these days, bed and breakfast. The house had been vacant for a while and desperate, desperately renovating. When the house was being res- renovated, reservated, res, what am I? don't even know people. God, get good. your life together. I need to make better life choices. <laughs> <laughs> renovated. Renovated. Strange things started to happen. People started hearing disembodied whispers that came from all over the house. And that's when they named it Whispering Estates, Whispers Estates. Uh, the master bedroom sometimes strongly smells like baby powder. Hmm. Uh, sometimes the sound of babies crying are going on in there. Um, people have stayed in the room, feel like they were suffocating as if somebody was sitting on their chest. I'm assuming that would go with like the SIDS, the mm-hmm. SIDS feel then. The closet doorknob uh, is known to jingle while, uh, for a while before the door opens by itself. Uh, disembodied footsteps have been heard. The sound is almost always associated with growls, pushing, scratching, or even biting. Hmm. wonder what that would be. I don't know. The family dog? Maybe. Hmm. A large shadow called the Big Black has been seen in the doctor's room. Dr. Gibbons had a general practice in the house on the first floor for about 26 years. Hmm. Patients have died in this house. 
Uh, but the psychics claim that Big Black isn't of this world. The black mass also moves around the house and has been and has not been violent so far, but it is terrifying. Yeah. Yeah. Um, speaking of the doctor's practice, according to some psychics, there are at least four graves in the backyard. Ooh. <laughs> as well as a, are you ready for this? Uh, maybe. A pit grave. Ew. With amputated limbs, internal organs, and aborted fetuses. That's where they were dumped at. Wow. Well, okay. The doctor himself haunts the premise as well. He is known for whispering into young women's ears. Oh, we're safe. Hmm. <laughs> we are. Wait. I was safe way before that. <laughs> so, if they know that stuff's buried in the backyard, like the pit grave, do you think they dug it up? Or how do they know that it was there? Just I would records? Im- I would imagine they would had dug it up at one point and took it all out, probably. But that, that don't mean anything. A lot of the spirits and stuff just stay with what they well, know. Well, so. yeah, but that's, I was just curious how they found out. If it was just records or if they accidentally dug it up. You know, hey, we're going to put a gazebo here. So let's dig a little bit. And oh, God. So much for the swimming pool. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, uh, he all, well, he likes to whisper in women's uh, young women's ear. And he likes to grab and touch people in inappropriate ways. Ooh. So he's definitely a creeper. Uh, people claim that inside the house there is a portal which runs from the front parlor into the third floor room slash attic. Hmm. So it doesn't even take you to like a fucking different dimension. Mm-hmm. It just takes you from the front of the house to the, the attic. attic. <laughs> <laughs> which I suppose if, you know, if I'm storing Christmas decorations, that'd be all right. Yeah, just throw them in the portal and be like, here you go. <laughs> They just spit out the other end. (laughs) 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 Too bad they don't put themselves up. Uh, That's true. Well, if you you throw them just right into the portal, maybe they'll land on the shelving that you have stacked up right at the other side of the portal. Well, I mean, like when you throw it from the attic, you know, the Christmas tree, all the the stuff that goes on it, you throw it down and be like, ta-da. That's true. Kind of like a mixer, like a mixing portal. Yeah, there you go. What do you think? That would be great. <laughs> I hate putting decorations on a Christmas tree. I don't know why. I hate it. You know, you know what the last, you know, the last time I put Christmas on a Christmas decorations on a Christmas tree was. When? I don't know. Five, five, six, seven years ago. I usually make you put like one on at least. But well, I, I usually go through and go, no, Patty Mahomes needs to be tossing to Travis Kelsey ornament. He needs to be throwing <laughs> to the Mahomes, Mahomes to Kelsey ornament. And then throw, who else do we got? Joe Montana is his backup. <laughs> go Chiefs. As we get random. into this. so random. As we get into this weekend just before preseason. Anyways, people claim that inside the house... Oh, I, I told you that part. Another go, <laughs> another ghost of psychic, psychics have picked up on is that of a gentleman in his 50s or 60s. Hmm. They didn't really go into too much detail on that. Just that uh, he was kind of that age. Uh, guests report feeling earthquake-like tremors in the doctor's bathroom. Okay. Um, some beds tend to shake violently when guests sleep in them. Strange smell of cologne, aftershave, cigars, meat, cabbage, and dirty medical bandages have been noticed by visitors as well. Ew, gross. You know, that is just a a lot of difference. That's a hodgepodge, isn't it? (laughs) You know, I, every time, every fucking time I hear that people smell cologne, I think of you. I was just going to say, yeah, I know every what that's time. like. Yeah. <laughs> I know what that's like. Um, a group of women who felt uh, compassion towards Rachel brought along a doll when they visited the house. They took it up to what used to be her room. A while later, the doll was found at the foot of the stairs. It smelled like smoke and was slightly burnt. Hmm. Oh. 
That's creepy. Yeah. Yeah. Poor Rachel. All right. So there's Whisper Estates in Mitchell, Indiana. Hmm. That one's that one's pretty interesting. Yeah. I do believe that uh, our friend Connor Biddle actually. I think he went there and did a did an investigation. I'll have to go back and double check that. But uh, what is it? Paranormal Encounters, I think, is his uh, YouTube page. Get a chance to go check it out. Him in India, they go to different places. But that's his. That's his. Is that his wife? Damn, I don't know if it's his wife or his girlfriend. I think it was just girlfriend. I think you're right. All right, you guys ready to move on? Yeah. We're going to Hell's Gate. Hell's Gate? Located in Brazil, Indiana. <gasps> That's close. I know. <laughs> I don't fucking think I want to go there. Let's go right now. No, mm-hmm. right now? We got time right now. All right. Sorry, guys. Got to go. Bye. Bye. <laughs> Bye. <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh, Indiana. Uh, yeah, Brazil, Indiana is a tunnel that is so creepy it has been nicknamed Hell's Gate tunnel legends say legend says okay check this out legend says that there are seven gates to hell located throughout the wabash valley and this tunnel is said to be one of them what why wabash valley well wabash valley goes all the way down terre haute and down through there so i mean that's considered all wabash valley down what from is it from Lafayette down oh. almost to Evansville? Yeah, I, I think it's know. Wabash Valley. I'm, uh, we're okay. gonna, I'm, I'm gonna Anyways. look into this. I want to find the other the other six gates, just so I know where they are. Now you fucking going? Here we are. <laughs> <laughs> the story says that years ago there was a train derailment near the area and many people passed away, and that the gate opened up and took them all to hell. Uh, of course, that's the story, you know. Uh, rumors say that there is a man that takes guard of the gate and will only appear if you have been under the bridge for over 30 minutes. The man is said to be seven feet tall and will chase you if he sees you. It is also said that he, that you can hear the cries of those killed in the train wreck, along with the chanting of past cult members deep in the woods. So what happens if he catches you? He just takes you to hell. I would assume so. Okay. They never. Nobody ever said they got caught by him. They must have. <laughs> he's an old man. He doesn't run that fast. I think he's carrying a lantern and shit. So it's like a zombie. <laughs> <laughs> just chop off his head with my fucking ninja sword. <laughs> Cut his wiener off. <laughs> no, we're not cutting off wieners. <laughs> Why? Oh my god. I can see it now. Jen shit in a bucket holding a wiener. <laughs> That's our new t-shirt. <laughs> toilet paper in one, wiener in the other. Maybe maybe the wiener's holding the toilet paper roll. I don't know. Anyways, let's go back to my story here. Okay, but- you, okay so here's what you do. You go through Brazil, going north on the main road. When you go over a bridge, you then turn left on the 1500 road. Go down the street until you get to an old train tunnel. At this bridge, you will stop, flash your car lights three times, go underneath the bridge, turn around, turn back around and stop in the middle of the bridge for 10 minutes. Then the graffiti on the walls will start to glow and blood will start to seep down the walls. If you see your name on the wall and hear banging on your car window and roof, drive out of the bridge once it stops. So don't fucking like shit your pants and run off right away. You have to wait till it stops. If you see a tree with two kids hanging from it, do not stay and look around. Drive away because the legend states that seeing your name means... That you're going to die soon. So if you see your name on the tunnel. Sorry. I got a little mixed up when I play stuff in there. But if you see the kids hanging from the tree, don't stick around. Get the fuck out of there. Even if they're still banging on their car? I guess so. Okay. Mm -hmm. I'm going to take my chances. Sounds like there's a lot of stuff going on there too. (laughs) 
Yeah. Well, you know, I found it's interesting. And even with the Edna Collins Bridge, you have to go through this procedure in, in order to to try to make something happen. And well, the Edna Collins would be because that's what her parents did. Right. But I also heard that there were reports at the Edna Collins that the investigators were out there and they did all that stuff. Even there was other groups that showed up and they all tried it and none of them had any success with it whatsoever. But, um, yeah, I just don't, I don't, you know, if you you go into this bridge and you wait 10 minutes, you look and the graffiti starts glowing and blood starts coming down the wall. It just doesn't sound like a fun time. No. I mean, really? No. So what do you think it would say? Would it say J Dub? <laughs> That's what I was gonna say. Would it say Golden J? Golden J. Jeremy. I don't know. Or Jeremy. It's germ. Just germ. <laughs> Just germ. So there you go. That is Hell's Gate down in Brazil, Indiana. We need to go to. Uh, not or not. Rocker chick, she'll go with me. I'll go with you. You guys are. We got a date planned here. We're gonna. Freak Did you hear out. that? What was that? I thought it was somebody's stomach. <laughs> I'm sure it was. It was probably mine. <laughs> it sounded like it was behind me. How can it sound like it behind you? You have headphones on. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, J Dub. We love J Dub. We <laughs> love her more than anything. Maybe it's one of those, uh, you know, whisper walls. Maybe it was in the back of the. Uh, Back of my earphone, headphone. <laughs> Words are hard. Words are tough this evening. All right, I got one more. Okay. Okay. All right. Um, once again, not a, not a ton of information, but uh, here we go. This is the French Lick Springs Hotel. So built in 1845 by a Dr. William uh, Bowles. Um. He was enthralled by the miracle waters produced by the sulfur springs that naturally a surface nearby. The waters, working miracles claim, drew guests from uh, over 100 miles away, and everyone wanted to experience the power. I never heard that about French Lake, that there was Mm -mm. some sort of uh, miracle water down there. Uh, in 1888, the French Lick Springs Hotel rose to prominence after the mayor, Thomas Taggart, purchased the property. Upon his purchase, he immediately added luxurious, lux, 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 <laughs> luxurious, luxurious, I really <laughs> am having trouble, furnishings, marble floors, uh, built two championship golf courses and started bottling the miracle water to sell to his guests. Hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Over the years, French Lick Springs Hotel <laughs> has developed a strong reputation for being haunted. Staff uh, in the past have attested to hearing the sounds of disembodied voices throughout the halls as well as receiving mysterious phone calls from empty guest rooms. Those are always my favorite. Um, Yet the most enduring tale related to the spirit of Thomas Haggart himself. Stories um, abound of how Taggart will... Oh, Sorry. Um, this, uh, yeah, most of the, the, most of the stories about Thomas Taggart himself, uh, are the ones that kind of keep everybody around and how he, so he sticks around because he, this is He's the devoted, place that he yeah. built. Yeah. Yep, yep. Um, for instance, guests and employees alike have reported smelling phantom cigar tobacco as if Taggart was standing nearby. Uh, there have also been. Sightings of shadow apparitions near the service elevator where they say that Taggart spent a lot of the time himself. So, um, Another ghost on the premise is that of a former bellhop still lingering around the hotel. In fact, many guests have believed the bellhop to be a current employee of the hotel until they see an old photograph of him hanging on the wall. And they're like, oh, fuck. (laughs) That dude dude is... uh, that dude is gone. Not right yeah. There. So there you go. Um, oh, I'm sorry. There is also stories of red stains appearing 
in the guest room bathtub where the where some bride had committed suicide. Ooh. I was a little confused by this because French Lake Springs Hotel, I thought, was different than West Baden Springs Hotel. But when you like when on some of the stories and research, the pictures that they showed of French Lick was the same as the, the West Baden, and the West Baden I've been in. It's a badass hotel, man. Where's that? It's West Baden is actually French Lick and West Baden are separated by the river, oh. so they're both rel- relatively small towns. I mean, French Lick is not really that big, but where the casino and stuffs at, and then the and the West Baden Hotel is probably maybe a mile apart. So you have two different towns that are basically, it's kind of like what we got up here with Osceola, Elkhart, South Bend, Mishawaka, you know, all that shit. They, everything's just kind of plowed together. These are just really small towns. Warsaw, Winona. Yes, exactly. Yeah, you can get into Winona and not even realize you left Warsaw. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's the same down there. You don't realize that you're out of French Lake and in West Baden. But the pictures they were showing of the French Lake Springs Hotel were pictures of the West Baden Hotel, which I've been in. And it's amazing. It is. I mean, if you ever get a chance to go there, I'd love to go down and spend and spend. I think we can only afford one night there, mm-hmm. but because it's but there it's four stories inside of a dome. So you basically your balcony uh, goes out and you watch the dome. I mean, there's you know all kinds of shit going on out, out on the floor, mm-hmm. and it's fucking huge. It is a beautiful, beautiful hotel. And uh, I'd love to, I'd love to go stay there, but I don't, don't think we can afford it. <laughs> that is like fucking what, five hours away or some shit like that. But, but I've also been in the French Lake French Lake Casino down there too, which is a pretty cool place. But, so yeah, I'm gonna have to check that into a little bit more. But because I thought they were two different places, but I could be wrong. I will report back later. Okay. Okay. But there you go. There's my uh, there's my five haunted places of Indiana that uh, maybe you've heard of, maybe you haven't. Nice. Yeah, I enjoyed that. Yep, me too. Keep it keep it simple to each story and have fun with it. Yeah, that's what you did. So this is what I'm thinking about doing for Montana. So a little five haunted places in Montana. Nice. Got to be fun. Cool. Some places you never heard of. Mm-hmm. All right. You guys have any questions? I asked all mine. All right. I don't think so. All right. Well, uh, hopefully you guys enjoyed this little uh, little segment. Um, super excited for uh, to hear from you guys. Seriously, yeah. yeah. Emails the United States of Paranormal at gmail dot com. Um, also, go check out our uh, website, the United States of Paranormal dot com, where you can see pictures of. All three of Team Boozier going on there. We've talked about that before. I ain't going to get into detail on it. So, yeah, uh, one other thing we want to let you know is, uh, that Stitcher is actually um, closing up shop. I think they got bought out and they're being shut down. So, if you listen to our podcast on Stitcher, uh, I'm sorry you're going to lose your, your favorite podcast streaming. Spite site. Uh, we are on all the other ones, so if you want to go out and see, uh, you know, Apple, Spotify, uh, Deezer, you know, um, Google, we're everywhere. So uh, please don't, just because you lose Stitcher, please don't abandon us. Please stay. Seriously. We love our listeners. Mm-hmm. We love our emails. We do. We do. We do. We love to hear some of your own voice clips. Tell us about your favorite haunting story. I'm looking forward to getting (laughs) some more. So looking forward to it. All right. Thank you. If you liked United States Paranormal, maybe you like something else in the Golden Mojo Entertainment family uh, empire, which includes the Call Guys, Golden Image Podcast, Indiana Chiefs fans, the Golden 80s, Murd Nerds, or A Court of Books and Booze. You can find all the information for them at goldenmojoent.com. Yeah, there you go. I feel like I slighted the listeners on that fine on that walkout. I don't know. I just don't feel like I did a very good job. No, I think you did great. Huh. All right, guys. Thank you. 
We appreciate you, and we look forward to seeing you again next week. So keep it spooky, and I'll see you on the other side. Bye. Bye. <laughs> <laughs> so that took a minute. Well, you usually go, or wait, or something. To support other Golden Mojo Entertainment Productions, check out Golden Image Podcast, The Call Guys, and Murd Nerds wherever you enjoy listening to podcasts. To see photos and find new episodes of the United States of Paranormal, follow us on our social media, Twitter at T-U-S-O-P-P-O-D or Instagram at the United States of Paranormal and Facebook the United States of Paranormal. If you have a place that you'd like us to look into or would like to share your spooky story that we can read on the air, please email us at the United States of Paranormal at gmail.com.